0: G fulfills his pregnant woman fantasy. We play with a couple we've had our eyes on for a while, followed by a soft swap with friends, and we start our new year off with a group sex bang.
1: And we're back at the sex apartment. As promised, just you and me again.
0: Just you and me.
1: Before we dig into our stories... This weekend, we were planning on heading down to Florida for the Goodfellas Hot Wife event. We are waiting on TJ to get back to us to confirm the event is still going on. As of now, we have not been able to get a hold of him, so we don't know for sure. If, in fact, there is no event in Florida, we may be joining Echo and Falcon and Nick and Elizabeth on their trip to Club Princeton. So, if you happen to be planning to head to Club Princeton on January 13th, Reach out to us on email and let us know, and maybe we'll have a chance to meet up. Email is?
0: Humpdayquickies at gmail.com.
1: That's right. Shoot us a message. And hopefully we can see you there.
0: I also wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who reached out about our Tori and Link episode. Yes. Because everybody had so many positive comments about doing an episode that covered some rather non-fun topics.
1: I'm actually very happy that we did that episode. A lot of our stories are sunshine and rainbows.
0: Yes. It's not that we're avoiding topic of the rain and clouds (laughs) (laughs) but when you're attempting to normalize something we like to leave that stuff kind of off to the side because while yes it happens and while yes it exists and we're not saying that it doesn't by highlighting that you could get someone new to the lifestyle wanting to get into the lifestyle and hear some bad stuff and be immediately dissuaded based on one or two person's poor experiences, and that may not be the case for them. Correct. We don't claim to be relationship experts in any way, shape, or form. No. While there are plenty of relationship struggles that people go through when they're in the lifestyle, that's just not a path we go down with most of our guests. Because we don't have the advice to solve that. We don't have the advice that I feel we could stand behind solidly across the board for everyone and say, do this, and this will solve your problem. Correct. So when it came to our attention about Tori and Link's situation, I was very excited to have them on and talk about it because their situation, while yes, there's some stuff going on within their relationship, there was also some stuff that was happening that we see pretty frequently. Correct. And this can be with couples who are new to the lifestyle and it can be couples who have been in the lifestyle for a long time, and it's also happened to us. So I think it was just one of these situations I really felt was very important to get out there and very important to talk about, because it is something so frequent in our experience.
1: I would agree completely. I was beyond excited to get them in. The reality of the situation, I wouldn't even call that not sunshine and rainbows. There were issues in Link's mind that he wanted them to work through and figure out and make their approach the best for both of them. Not just Tori. Correct. In going through this experience, they were able to figure out what would work better for them. Yes. And I will say, in the last month, they have had plenty of sunshine and rainbows.
0: What I appreciate most about this case particularly is that taking a step back from the lifestyle does not mean completely ending your lifestyle journey, does not mean it didn't work for you. It's something that you should be willing to do, kind of at the drop of a hat, if need be, to reassess where you are, what you want to happen, make that re connection within your relationship to make sure you're both still on the same page, still wanting the same things, and if you're not, kind of figuring that out again. I would imagine that if you're getting into the lifestyle for the first time and you hit this kind of bump in the road, you get really concerned that, oh, if we're having to take a break all of a sudden or right now, what does that mean? We're, we're bad at swinging or we're not supposed to be doing this or this is bad for our relationship? Maybe that's the conclusion you come to. However, just because you take a break does not mean that all is said and done and over and you have to shut the book on that chapter. You can continue to move forward as long as you take that time to reassess your relationship and figure out what your priorities are.
1: Correct. No one's going to hold up the, oh, no, wait, you guys left, you're not welcome back sign. Right. It's a very welcoming community, and people go through issues, and it's part of the community that the community is aware of. So with that, let's jump into our stories.
0: Where did we leave off?
1: We left off in November of 2021.
0: 2021. We
1: had a string of trips to the club where we didn't actually play at the club. We rolled in on December 4th to a sex exhibition event, which is one of my... Lesser favorites? Yes. yes. <laughs> I know full well that it is rare for me to play at these events. I am not big on a crowd watching. I'd rather have that more intimate, just our group experience.
0: I think you need to rephrase that. I'm not big on a crowd watching you.
1: True. <laughs> I, that is true.
0: <laughs> I think you would love to watch a crowd.
1: That uh, I would love to have a crowd watching you, for sure. <laughs> But for me to be able to, air quote, perform in front of a crowd gets deeply into my head. Yes. So rarely do we actually play on one of those days. And on this event, we once again went to the club, just hung out, talked, watched, and enjoyed the sexy atmosphere. No one gave us a red card for not playing. Right we were welcome back with open arms anytime we want to go <laughs> it is very clearly not required to play every time you walk into a sex club
0: just to clarify the sex exhibition night at our club is a night where they take the doors off of the rooms, so you do not have a door to close. You have the option of putting a chain across your door, meaning that you don't want anybody to come in, but because the event is sex-hibition, it is specifically for watching. Correct. That would be why, specifically, this night does not do very much for you, because there are no options to close a door.
1: However, the next day, we went out with RJ and a very, very pregnant Ashley. yes. We went to a sporting event with them. We definitely had the plan of going back to play. And I know in my book, every time we plan to go back and play.
0: It doesn't quite work out that way. No, it
1: does not typically go as planned. And I also knew that Ashley was only going to be pregnant for so much longer. And that window of opportunity was closing rapidly.
0: (laughs) And that was on your bucket list.
1: It is definitely something I am a big fan of. I yes. do enjoy the pregnant sex. So the game ends, and we get back here to the sex apartment. Yep. And there is not much of a delay.
0: No, I've always been very attracted to RJ, and Ashley is beautiful as well. Yes. And with the plan in place, I suppose we had goals.
1: <laughs> yes, we, we definitely had goals. when we And when we got back to the sex apartment... We pretty much went straight into the bedroom. Ashley and I sat on the couch, leaving the bed for you and RJ.
0: It didn't take me long to get undressed.
1: No, no, it never does. And RJ was very quick to make sure that happened.
0: Me and RJ are making out for a little while.
1: And Ashley and I are close together watching this. This is a very interesting moment for RJ and Ashley on multiple levels. Prior to this, RJ had never really played a lot with another female.
0: Well, RJ and Ashley have the same dynamic as we did early on. Yes. A lot of their interactions were her interactions, and he was enjoying those either via video or in person. Correct. But also from the watching standpoint.
1: But Ashley had given him a green light to play with you. Yes. So... Ashley and I are touching and making out on the couch as you and RJ continue to make out on the bed, now with you completely naked.
0: RJ starts to go down on me, and he's very good at this.
1: He has kept you very happy multiple times in that scenario.
0: Yes, but this was the first time he...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes it was. (laughs) So RJ continues going down on you for quite some time. You wiggling and writhing and making all those amazing sounds that are turning both Ashley and myself on to no end. And he keeps going and going until he pushes you over the edge and you come. After you came, you took this opportunity to undress RJ. I continued to check in with Ashley to make sure everything you were doing was okay. And she continued to express to me how incredibly hot it was to watch this.
0: So I give RJ a blowjob.
1: Which RJ enjoys very much.
0: RJ was enjoying his blowjob so much that he decides that now is the time he's going to be able to fuck me.
1: Yes. And before he does, he turns to Ashley. Doesn't really ask, but just looks to make sure she's okay.
0: And we don't know their conversation beforehand. So there may have been a
1: A signal to uh, (laughs) end this event if he had gone too far. Because he definitely did look over multiple times to make sure that things were still good.
0: While I am enjoying every second of his cock inside of me... (laughs) Ashley then starts to give you a blowjob.
1: Yes. Ashley has been rubbing my cock, which was incredibly hard through my pants this entire time, and pulls off my jeans and immediately pulls my cock into her mouth. I am sitting on the couch getting a blowjob from Ashley while RJ continues to fuck you. But as he's fucking you, he keeps looking back to see what we're doing. To give him a better angle, I get up from the couch and lay down on the bed next to you guys. And she crawls up and climbs between my legs and starts giving me a blowjob there. She is stripped down to her bra and panties by this point. I quickly do my one-hand trick to unclasp her bra and free her incredibly full pregnant tits. She pulls off her panties and climbs on top of me and starts riding me.
0: Ashley is a good six months pregnant, and we're not talking about little tiny little bump.
1: This was a full hands-on, I am rubbing every bit of her.
0: This is the baby bump that people ask, can I touch your baby bump bump? Like, that's how significant pregnant she was. And
1: I am touching every inch of her from her amazing ass her tits, her, I just, I cannot keep my hands off of her as she rides me.
0: And now this is your first time with a pregnant woman.
1: In just about 20 years.
0: <laughs> Since your own child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but a pregnant woman by someone else, not your own. Correct, yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> this was my first time with someone else's pregnant wife, yes. <laughs> Every bit as amazing as I thought it would be. It was so fucking hot. And how eager she was to do it. Was also fantastic. I think she could tell how turned on by the whole situation I was, and that was definitely feeding her energy as well.
0: Honestly, I thought it was going to be a little weird having a pregnant woman fuck my husband. I'm not necessarily into that kink, but I was pleasantly surprised that it kind of was... Really no different than anybody else. I'm glad
1: that worked out then.
0: (laughs) It was nice to see the enthusiasm from both of you. And I knew I was very excited for you to have this experience and to be able to kind of check this off your bucket list. And it was still very hot. It was still very sexy.
1: I agree. And as she continues to ride me, RJ pulls out of you, slides down, and starts going down on you again. Because I know for a fact the one thing that he wanted to hear was for you to come again. Which
0: he got to hear. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yes, he did. Right around this point, Ashley was getting a little uncomfortable and needed a break. So she laid down next to me and I continued to touch and kiss her while you and RJ switched into the 69 position.
0: Well, yeah, I can't keep coming by him licking my pussy the whole time and not be... He was ready
1: to make you come a third time. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you were trying to distract that because that is a challenge for you. Yes. Watching you guys do that... Gets me very turned on, and after her short break, I ask Ashley if there's a position that she thinks she could be more comfortable in, and she suggests doggy style. I eagerly climb behind her, (laughs) slide my cock back inside of her, and continue fucking her as I hear you making all of these noises, him grunting and coming in your mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. And I pull out and come all over Ashley's amazing ass.
0: And that was the first time you had sex with a pregnant woman that wasn't your wife. Yes. That entire experience for us was very hot and sexy. Fast forward some time, and we have learned that during that time, Ashley and RJ were struggling a bit.
1: Yes, Ashley and RJ came on our show about a year ago and talked about how difficult it was, A, for RJ to get or maintain an erection while she was pregnant, and how self-conscious Ashley became during her pregnancy. But ultimately, she said that this ended up being a very exciting experience for them and that they were very happy that they did it.
0: It's hard for me to imagine having sex with anyone while I was pregnant because during my pregnancies I was being monogamous and I was only with the father of my children, so I don't know at all what it would be like to have to take my clothes off for somebody else, let alone have the worry or struggle with seeing my body change in front of even my partner that I'm with And struggling with that as well. So these were all things that came up after the fact. So it didn't change our our experience with them. But I wish I had known during that time because I think that I may have been a little more sensitive to those thoughts or feelings. I likely would have made a whole shit ton of amazingly positive comments about her body because I thought she looked fantastic as a pregnant woman. Ultimately, we did have them on later on talking about kind of how your body image changes after you have a baby. But obviously, that all starts during the pregnancy while all of those changes are happening. So we did talk about that a little bit, but I didn't know that she was in the headspace that she was during this experience. So I just kind of wish that I had a little more information going into this. And the last thing I would have wanted her to think or feel was that here's this non pregnant woman. Fucking my husband, and I'm like giving this to him as a gift. I can't do that, or I'm incapable of that, or I wouldn't want her to walk away from that experience feeling less fulfilled. I sometimes have that fear that now, knowing kind of on the other end of things, now knowing this stuff that try to look back and try to think about all of the things we did and all the things we said, I hope we didn't do or say something inadvertently and make the situation worse for them. They've never brought it up to us, they've never said anything to us to suggest that but it is just fact, something they've said
1: quite the opposite
0: right it's still something that goes through your head once you kind of find out that that was kind of their headspace at the time
1: moving on from there two weeks later we end up back at the club. I had mentioned at the start of this episode that we had gone to the club several times in a row and not played. Tonight would not be one of those nights. We had actually gone to my company Christmas party that night. So we arrived to the club with you feeling pretty good.
0: Yeah, I had a good amount of alcohol at your company.
1: <laughs> I, I was waiting <laughs> for you to say good buzz and I was going to laugh at you, but okay, I'll take good amount of alcohol I and agree a with that. A yes. Alcohol. Yes. We arrive at the club and run into James and Julianne at the bar. James, you may recall an episode very, very early on with Echo and Falcon when they discussed their first experience, and Falcon talks about a man with an incredible voice talking about what Echo is doing.
0: In Falcon's ear. Close up. Yes.
1: As both of them watch on. James has this amazing voice, and we're talking with him.
0: But there's something else I love about James, (laughs) and it's almost become a joke at this point. However... It's still very genuinely true. He always, 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 I don't care what cologne he is wearing, he always smells fantastic. I typically, once I see him, cannot wait just to give him a hug and get my nose right next to his neck and just take him all in because he always smells fantastic. And it has gotten to the point that Julianne has a nickname for me. (laughs) And she didn't even know who it was until I don't know, not that long ago. But he would put cologne on for the girl at the club who smells him. <laughs> and she referred to me as the sniffer. And at one point, when I went in to hug him, I was like, oh, he always smells so good. She goes, You're the sniffer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, in fact, you are yes, the sniffer.
2: I
0: am the sniffer. I have gotten myself my first little nickname but when it comes to James yes I sniff him all of the time
1: we had seen James and Julianne just about every time we were at the club and anytime you did something in the couple's room he would always go out of his way to give me a little fist bump and talk about how hot it is to watch you do your thing (laughs) but we had not gotten an opportunity to play with them yet
0: And Julianne, by the way, she's super hot. Yes. I don't care what she is wearing. She always makes it look good. From sneakers to heels to dress. I mean, every single time I see her, she is so put together. She wears it, you know. She can command your attention in a room. Yes, she can.
1: And every time she walks by, she does.
0: She really does.
1: But in this night, James kind of challenges you and you're flirting and says, you don't really want to play.
0: And I think if you know me, (laughs) you cannot make that challenge because typically I will prove you wrong.
1: And the fact of the matter is you very much wanted to play with them.
0: Yes, there was no question.
1: You reiterate that to him and he says, well, then let's get a room.
0: We decide that we're going to get a room. Julianne says that she has to go get their bag. And I lead the way to find a room.
1: Yes, you grabbed him by his hand and said, let's go get this room.
0: What I find very interesting about this is this was one of the first times, actually the first time in our experiences, that somebody has gone to get their bag. Yes. And Up to this point, we had not been in a situation where people needed to bring in anything else. They just walked in the room with us and we played.
1: I will say, as you're soon to find out, I was happy that she did.
0: I'm very excited about her bag. However, I'm just saying that this was one of those turning points where it was like we knew of the swinger bag. We knew that people had them. We had seen plenty of people carrying their bag with them into the club, but never had we had that experience where somebody said, oh, let me go get my swinger bag or pull it out or any of that. So all of our experiences had been just strictly with the person in the room and there was never anything else. You know, they had their condom in their pocket or maybe their lube in their pocket, but it was never like a whole bag yes. so i did have a moment of getting a bit in my head while we were sitting there waiting for julianne to come back because i was like oh gosh what's in this bag i don't know what's in this bag <laughs> so sitting around and twiddling my thumbs was not something i really wanted to do
1: no there was no thumb twiddling for you that is for damn sure
0: so i started blowing james
1: yes And as you were doing that, we had walked in the room thinking that Julianne was right behind us, not having any idea how long it was going to take her to get the bag.
0: Right. Or within a minute or two. We thought this was going to be a pretty quick, go get the bag. She'll be in in a second. So we left the door open. Yes.
1: And in doing so, five single gentlemen that frequent. That end of the hallway came to the door, like, "Oh wait, are we? Do do we get to come in here? Is this our thing?" But they wait at the door,
0: which was nice.
1: It was impressive because we didn't put the chain up; we just right. left the door open, and they waited at the door, waiting to be welcomed in.
0: I have a feeling that has something to do with James' presence. Could be. <laughs> He's no little guy.
1: So you're blowing James yes. with a crowd of onlookers he reaches down and starts playing with your tits and in an effort to make that as easy as possible you remove your dress i mean and are now on your knees in front of him (laughs) completely naked
0: well i have a dress in the way
1: james knowing that this can escalate very quickly stops you and goes off to find julianne to make sure that she can find us because the room that we were in was not on the main circle it was kind of an offshoot so it wouldn't be one of the first rooms you would go to to look right as he leaves the room you lay down on the bed and start playing with yourself You're going to tell me this was unintentional. But in my fantasy world, I'm going to hope that you did this with every bit of intention. Because you laid down on the bed, spread your legs, and started touching yourself with your pussy facing straight at these five gentlemen who were dying to come in the room. And they kept looking back at me going, can we? Can we? Can we? And I was like, sorry, guys. We've got something going on now. But they watched as you continued to touch yourself. James quickly finds Julianne. And they make their way back into the room, moving the single guys out of the way. (laughs) And closing the door behind them. Julianne unzips that swinger bag, reaches in and pulls out her little mini wand. Yes. And joins you on the bed between your legs.
0: And I could not have been happier to see a wand come out of that bag.
1: (laughs) She starts going down on you while using the wand on your clit.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm standing there going, so this is why people have a swinger bag.
0: (laughs) Makes so much sense.
1: And James is standing there going... Uh, you can stand there and look all you want. I'm getting undressed. <laughs> getting and he walks over and puts his cock right in your mouth. Yeah. And when I say he puts his cock in your mouth, it wasn't like he just kind of rested it there and said, okay, you do some work. He grabbed your head and he was face fucking you.
0: It was really hot.
1: Yes. Yes, it was.
0: Face fucking was just not enough. So he rolls me over. I'm now in a doggy style position and he starts to fuck me doggy style.
1: Yes. I am getting very excited by this julianne sees me sitting back watching this comes over drops to her knees unzips my pants and pulls my cock into her mouth as she's blowing me we're turned in such a way that she is kind of side eye watching you blowing me and using the wand on herself
0: (laughs) she's a busy girl
1: and i'm like damn this girl's a fucking professional (laughs) (laughs) no kidding julianne thoroughly enjoying the show tells me to go take my cock and put it in your mouth While you're continuing to get fucked doggy style by James. Professional. But she ups that and lays down on the other bed facing us and starts using the toy on herself until she starts to squirt. Mm Mm-hmm. She then gets up, rolls you onto your back, and starts fingering you and using that toy again until she gets you to squirt a little too.
0: Yeah, a little.
1: James gets behind her and starts fucking her while she's doing this. She pulls her mouth up off of you and tells you... To go fuck your husband. We weren't yet married, but you got the hint. But
0: it was okay. (laughs) I will do anything she says, even if it doesn't even exist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was laying on the bed at this point. You climb on top of me and start riding me. James pulls his cock out of her, climbs up on the bed, stands next to you, grabs the back of your head, and once again starts fucking your face. (laughs) You continue riding me until I start rapidly tapping your ass trying to lift (laughs) you off. (laughs) <laughs> and then proceed to come all over my chest.
0: <laughs> not necessarily the hottest thing of the night, but definitely still hot.
1: <laughs> Fuck you with not the hottest thing of the night, because yes, what I was watching was definitely one of the hottest things of the night.
0: <laughs> I was talking about the come on your own chest. Hey, <laughs> whatever.
1: There's towels in the room. I don't care.
0: Well, you're cleaning yourself off. James helps me off of you, lays me on my back and puts my legs on his shoulders so he can now continue to fuck me but now with one foot over each shoulder julianne comes in with the wand while he's doing this (laughs) and places the wand on my clit while he's fucking me this way and is there any better way to come than a cock inside you and a wand on your clit fantastic it was amazing so i came pretty loudly (laughs) at that
1: let me just say it's a good thing i had already come all over my chest because (laughs) had i not at this particular moment i would be coming all over my chest watching this (laughs) yep after you come james then lays julianne down and starts fucking her and promptly comes on her chest we all clean up get dressed and we head back out into the lounge they go off to get a drink and we run into dominic and ariel we have a little bit of small talk. Dominic and Ariel are in town to do Christmas with their families. It is getting very late in the evening, and they had been waiting to hang out with us. So it is not long before Ariel suggests that we go get a room. We are well aware that a room had just recently opened up.
0: Yeah, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> so we head off to the same room that we were just in. Yeah. We aren't in the room more than 10 seconds before the two of you start making out and strip each other down to nothing.
0: And Ariel starts to go down on me.
1: Yes, she lays you back down on the bed. Mm -hmm. The two of you, every time we start this... She'll start going down on you, you'll flip her over, you'll start going down on her, and then the two of you kind of back and forth, no, I want to go down on you, no, I want to go down on you, both enjoying having someone go down on you, but at the same time also going down on that someone.
0: Maybe we should just 69 and
1: I was actually going to make that suggestion.
0: (laughs) Yes, but that's exactly what happened next. She's going down on me, and within a handful of minutes, I want to now go down on her, so... We
1: switch. As you are going down on her, I lay down on the bed and start making out with Ariel and touching those amazing tits. And Dominic gets behind you and starts rubbing a finger in your pussy. Yes. You and your amazing flat tongue technique <laughs> quickly get Ariel to come. Although I will actually say it was probably the me kissing and touching her that
0: I'm sure that was what... probably
1: pushed her right over yes, the edge.
0: That was it. That was it for sure.
1: After she came, you quickly turn your attention to Dominic and start giving him a blowjob. Ariel, appreciating my kissing and touching that put her over the edge, decides it's time to start giving me a blowjob as well.
0: And Dominic, feeling as though he should return the favor, lays me down on the bed and now begins to go down on me.
1: Yes. And he continues to do that until you come for amazingly your third time of the night. (laughs) You then get back up and start blowing Dominic yet again.
0: And he ends up coming in my mouth at that point.
1: I was shocked. I knew he was very eager to fuck you, but that anticipation had built up quite nicely. And he was very excited and filled your mouth with cum. And seeing that got me to the point where I was actually able to cum in Ariel's mouth as well.
0: And me and Ariel just uh, wiped our mouths a little. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was the end of the night, so we were all aware we did not have much we time We didn't have here. a lot of time, yeah. So we got dressed, went back out to the bar, grabbed our stuff, and that was the end of the night. <laughs> yep. Fast forward two weeks later
0: now new year's eve
1: yes and we have curtis and rachel and our friends from alabama Lori and joe come to the sex apartment for a new year's eve party this new year's eve party had been designed for many 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 couples echo and falcon had actually suggested it we worked on building a list and little by little people fell off the list came on the list fell off the list and by the time it was all said and done it ended up just being the 6 of us which i really enjoyed because that gave all of us that opportunity to fully connect
0: it's always funny when you're planning a party or at least in our experiences when we've planned parties and something like this happens where the original list either dwindles down to you know only a handful of what the original list was or the original list changes over time and it becomes different people altogether but for whatever reason whenever we've thrown a party I've never walked away from it, the final result, saying, oh, I really hate how it happened that way, or I hate that it happened, or I hate that we only had four people, or I hate that we only had so many show up, because it always seems that whatever ends up happening is, like, meant to be.
1: Yes, 100%. Our list always ends up being a perfect list. So the six of us are hanging out, talking, watching the uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's featuring Ryan Seacrest, or whatever multiple names that they have on it now. (laughs) Midnight hits, we all kind of make out a little bit, and the girls walk off into the other room to change into lingerie.
0: So what you didn't get to see was while we were changing, Lori made out with me a little bit while we were changing.
1: I was curious as to why Rachel and her very elaborate lingerie was the first one out of the room, and you and Lori took another minute or two to catch back up.
0: (laughs) That would be why. So, typically, I don't change into lingerie. Usually, you know, like at the club, I wear whatever outfit I wear, and and I take off whatever outfit I wear. <laughs> and I put back on whatever outfit I wear. Yes.
1: Um. Whatever but- there is a dressed down moment, you are either typically going, the outfit I'm currently wearing is good enough, or look at me, I'm naked.
0: <laughs> well, I don't say, look at me, I'm naked. Well, fair.
1: But- it's usually
0: just a... It's silly to have a middle in between. I'm just going to take this off and then you're going to have other clothes underneath it to take off. And that's silly. Just take something, one thing off. That's all it needs. Anyways, in this particular instance, I did actually have a piece of lingerie to wear. It was a cute little black one piece that the top was kind of drapey and sheer. And then the bottom were like more... Lacy boy shorts,
1: crisscross. Thing yeah, with the but ass ex- that was...
0: the back, the back was all crisscross laced up with just a pretty ribbon, and the lace section went all the way down over the ass. It was very sexy. I actually very much like this piece. It's easy to get in and out of, and it's actually very sexy too. It also tends to hide some imperfections in the tummy area if you have that struggle.
1: The women come out, and you all sit down, and are heavily flirting. Me knowing shit's about to go down says the perfect opportunity for me to run to the bathroom before all of this happens. I run to the bathroom.
0: Yes, you were sitting on one side of me and Curtis was sitting on the other side of me. So with you gone, Curtis was able to kind of scooch me into your seat and start eating me out.
1: I walked in. See him going down on you, immediately come over, put your tits in my hand, and then sit down on the couch as you reach up and start rubbing my cock through my jeans.
0: Curtis is still fully clothed, so he stands up to take his jeans off, and I find that this is the perfect opportunity to now give him a blowjob.
1: Yes. What is entertaining to me about this moment is that Joe, Lori, and Rachel are just sitting there on the couch kind of watching tv then looking back at you guys watching tv looking back at you guys and haven't really started this but curtis was fucking all in
0: he was ready he's definitely a party starter
1: yes you continue to suck his cock and then he sits down and you immediately climb on his cock and start riding him yes Rachel then comes over and sits next to me and starts rubbing on me as we're watching you guys. Lori drops to her knees and starts blowing Joe. My cock is fucking hard as a rock after watching you intensely go after Curtis. <laughs> Curtis's cock. I get up and take my pants off very quickly, which is For me
0: Unusual. Not very common at all, correct. Well, this would be the second man undressed in the room when typically you're the last person undressed in the room. Yes.
1: What we didn't mention was that as Curtis was sitting down on the couch, you stood up and just enough of this outfit and it was gone. (laughs) (laughs) The other two ladies still had their lingerie on. Yeah. I take off my pants. Rachel starts blowing me as you continue to ride Curtis. I have not had the opportunity yet to fuck Rachel. I have very much wanted to ever since John and Viv's party, so I was eagerly looking forward to this moment. So she blows me for a minute or two before I suggest she climb up on the couch and fuck her from behind. Joe lays Laurie on the couch and starts fucking her. Curtis stands up, lifts you in the air, and lays you on the couch and starts fucking you with all of his... Stripper fuck moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Watching said stripper fuck moves. (laughs) And finally getting to fuck Rachel for that first time. I don't stand a chance. I quickly pull out and come all over Rachel's ass and lingerie. Uh. As I go to grab a towel, Lori calls Rachel over to her and the two of them start blowing Joe. Curtis flips you over doggy style and starts pounding you from behind. And I start stroking my cock which is getting hard very quickly yet again. Yet
0: again. Watching this scene. Okay, okay.
1: Rachel climbs up and starts riding Joe, and Lori gets over and comes and starts making out with me. Curtis continues to pound you from behind. Lori wants a closer view of this, and comes over and gets right up next to you, and Curtis suggests, how about you get in front of her?
0: So nice of Curtis.
1: Yes, it it is very nice of... I mean, he he knows of your flat-tongue technique, so I can understand why he would. Lori lays down spreads her legs in front of your face and you start going down on her as Curtis continues to fuck you from behind. In the meantime, I'm sitting there stroking my cock watching all of this going on. Rachel's ass bouncing up and down on Joe's cock. Curtis hammering into you from behind. You face first in Lori's pussy. Joe pushing every bit of six foot three, maybe six foot five. Yes. Has Rachel get up and lean on the couch and tries to fuck her. Rachel not very tall, couch not very high, not the best position for Joe. Joe suggests Rachel come around to the other side of the couch so he can pick her up a little bit higher and fuck her on the back of the couch.
0: That's a pro move right it there. It is
1: fucking professional <laughs> A plus Joe. <laughs> Curtis pulls out of you, walks around to watch what you're doing with Lori, but you see his cock right in front of you, so you spin around and take it right into your mouth. <laughs> Joe continues pounding Rachel thoroughly, right up to the point that she falls over top of the couch. And rolls down onto the couch. (laughs) Joe takes a break, comes back over and sits down on the couch. Rachel, watching me stroke my cock, decides to come over and start helping me with that. Lori, having just received some pleasure from the flat tongue, sits you back down on the couch and goes down on you for a little while, while Curtis sits there and strokes his cock watching you guys. After a minute or two of this, you need to get up and pee. Lori moves from going down on you to going down on Joe. Rachel snuggles up on me. I continue to watch the show as Joe kind of nudges Lori to go over and enjoy Curtis's cock as it's sitting across the room right now. (laughs) Lori goes over and sits down next to Curtis. Curtis stands up and slides his cock into her and starts fucking her on the couch. You come back from the bathroom and Rachel pulls out her strapless strap-on.
0: Yes. She was very excited about her strapless strap-on.
1: Yes. She was very excited about her strapless strap-on. And the talk of the strapless strap-on plus Lori's pussy must have pushed Curtis over the edge because he pulls out and comes all over Lori. (laughs) Rachel suggests, hey, let's move this to the bedroom so you guys can start enjoying the strapless strap-on. So we quickly run into the bedroom. And as I walk into the bedroom, you are already in there flinging pillows all over the place.
0: There's a lot of pillows on our bed.
1: There is. But I think you were more excited about the idea of trying out the strapless strap-on. Rachel gets in between your legs as you're on the bed, starts going down on you, and working the bulb end of the strapless strap-on into your pussy.
0: So once the bulb end is inserted, Rachel decides that she is going to get on and ride me.
1: I will say it was hot as fuck watching another woman ride you. Seeing the two of you kind of wiggling, grinding back and forth was incredibly erotic. It does not take Rachel long to come on this new favorite toy of hers.
0: she has it figured out though
1: oh she she definitely has the strapless strap-on game figured out for sure she has broken several of them already yes (laughs) no sooner does rachel get off of this strap-on than Lori jumps up and comes right over and starts riding you as well
0: and making out with me
1: yes i'm laying on the bed next to you guys stroking my cock joe and curtis are sitting on the couch stroking their cocks rachel is sitting in between them watching the show
0: I am not a pro with the strapless strap-on, so it ends up coming out, and I decide, fuck this, I'm just going to eat Lori out, so I roll her over, put her on her back, and get between her legs and start eating her pussy.
1: This encourages Rachel to get up off of the couch, come over, start making out with Lori, and then straddle her face and start grinding her clit on her tongue.
0: Mm -hmm. Curtis making sure everybody gets a turn, (laughs) sees that the strapless strap-on is not being used at the moment. So he puts this bulb end of the strapless strap-on into Lori, and then I proceed to now ride the strapless strap-on on Lori.
1: All while Rachel is still riding her face. So the three of you are in that unbelievably sexy position that I have recently learned is one of my favorites, where one person is laying on their back, the woman is riding that person, and then another woman is riding their face. Mm-hmm. As hot as I feel it is for me, watching three women do this, even hotter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> the favorite <a> New Year's Eve <laughs> party I haven't been to before. <laughs> it's right on that clip, so... You one
1: way, one. Yes. <sighs> 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 Rachel climbs off. You collapse onto Lori and start making out with her. Still with the strap-on inside of you, Rachel comes around... And starts looking all around the strap-on as it's going in and out of view and all around the bulb that is inside of Lori.
0: And while that's hot, I felt it was necessary to grab the vibrator.
1: (laughs) The strapless strap-on only has so much power. Right. But the wand, that's a different story.
0: And the clit stimulation with the strapless strap-on is not quite there unless you're grinding up against The female wearing it and all things that I have yet to practice or figure out. So what better than introducing the wand and saying, here we go. Now we got our clit stimulation as well.
1: So you lay Rachel down on the bed, Mm -hmm. grab your wand.
0: And get Rachel to come with the wand.
1: Like stupidly quick.
0: Well, yeah, because that's what the wand does.
1: (laughs) Rachel is to the point now where it's mild stimulation, come. Mild simulation come, and she is just being shot over the edge, be it Lori's tongue, riding you with a strapless strap on, you grabbing the fucking wand, and there's no fucking chance. She comes very quickly. She moves out of the way, you slide a little bit closer, and then start using the wand on Lori.
0: On Lori, yep.
1: As you're using the wand on Lori, Curtis slides Rachel down to the end of the bed and starts fucking her there.
0: But she asks me to sit on her face while Curtis fucks her. Yes. So I do that.
1: I mean, you're, you're. (laughs) Who am I to say no? And yeah. Thank you. Thank you for not saying no. (laughs) Lori, having enjoyed your flat tongue technique twice already, now stands in front of you and holds your face into her pussy and enjoys it yet again.
0: Curtis takes me off Rachel's face and starts to fuck me. And while he's fucking me, Joe's cock is not far. So I get his cock in my mouth. Here's your... Reverse of something very sexy.
1: (laughs) Crazy how that works, huh? (laughs) Also, let me say one very fucking hot thing to sit back and watch you do.
0: Yeah. You start to fuck Lori.
1: Yes. Watching this happen, Lori and I are now left to our own devices, and I flip her doggy style and start fucking her from behind.
0: Curtis taps out for a moment. And lets Joe fill in from behind.
1: Yes, he flips so. you doggy style, starts fucking you from behind, then gets up and goes over and starts fucking Rachel from behind. So we are now all three fucking doggy style in different parts of the room.
0: Joe finishes on my back, and just as he finishes, Rachel comes over and puts herself right there, puts her pussy right in my face.
1: Yes, yes, she does.
0: And I eat her out.
1: Right up to the point where she starts coming, and watching that, I pull out and come all over Lori. For a brief moment in time, I'm like, all right, it's well, well, well after midnight now. We've all come multiple times. We're good. This is probably the end of the night.
0: But Joe wasn't having that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Joe saw his opportunity to get Lori on the Sibian, and he asked if it was something we could see her do. Who are we to say no?
1: I have <laughs> never told someone no to riding the Sibian. Yep. I don't care what time it is, how late it is. It could be 4 o'clock in the morning. I could be asleep, and someone could tap me on the shoulder and say, I would like to ride the Sibian. And my answer would be, right away, let me grab it for you. <laughs> Very quickly, I get up and grab the Sivian, set it up, and Lori climbs on and I take the controls. It does not take very long for Lori to come on the Sivian. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, we need you for what? That's
1: heavy.
2: I have to work. I'm sure it could make some money. Yeah, right. you on, airplane. a by oh, no, no, no. Shut up. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, my
0: Does it take very long for anyone to come on this?
2: No, no,
1: it does not.
0: (laughs) So much so that when Rachel decided to try it, it was way too much for her and she jumped right off.
1: Rachel watched Lori said, oh yeah, I want to try that too. She climbs on. I maybe get it up to a three and she, it it was like, it was a water blaster in her pussy and she jumped up and was like, nope, too much. (laughs) And we all had a good laugh, and that was about the end of it, and we all started getting dressed.
0: And that was the beginning of our new year of 2022. Yes. Yes. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie.
1: We hope this brought you some midweek excitement.
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844-4HumpDay and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.